0: Hey, what's good? What's good? Y'all, this is Pastor Keon of Wellington Heights Community Church. Thank you so much for joining our Sunday service podcast. You are in the right place, whether you are driving or you're at the gym or you're just uh, at home or wherever, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We are still in the Advent season and we are going to be talking about peace and preparation. It's going to be a great message. Uh, You're not going to want to miss it. Well, you're not going to miss it because you already tuned in. But before we get started, I got a couple of announcements to let you guys know about so we are excited about our second annual christmas store Uh, this is happening uh saturday december 10th from one to three and um we are all stocked with volunteers, all stocked with gifts. Uh, if you want to give gifts, I think we still are receiving them, but contact us at Wellington Heights Church at gmail.com and, and let us know, um, and we'll let you know if we need more gifts or not. Uh, but yeah, this is a holistic event where all can give and receive. So we are excited about our Christmas store. So we're also excited about the next day, Sunday, December 11th. We are not going to be meeting here at the church because we're pointing people toward our Sunday service podcast, this podcast. And on that podcast, we are going to be discussing the Advent devotional that many of us have been uh, working through this Advent season. It's going to be a panel of people really, really uh, giving insight into what God has shown them as they worked through that, that Advent devotional. If you want an Advent devotional, it's not too late. We can send you a PDF. Just uh, email Willington Heights Church at gmail.com and we'll get you one of those Advent guides. Um, Again, uh, uh, we're going to be pointing people to our podcast uh, on Sunday, December 11th. Go ahead, grab a friend, maybe grab somebody who you've you've, uh, met at the church or just grab a family member and listen to the podcast that day. So we are having a Christmas movie night, December 17th, Saturday, December 17th at 7 p.m. right here at the Wellington Heights Community Church building. Uh, We're going to be watching... Um, the nativity story and so uh, we'll provide popcorn and hot cocoa Uh, Bring your own blanket uh, if you want to snuggle up with your family. uh, It's going to be a great time. And finally, on December 18th, Sunday, December 18th, instead of meeting at 10 a.m., we are going to be meeting at 3 p.m. because we are going to have our Christmas caroling service. Yes, we're going to be sharing the joy of Christ uh, to our community. And so if you are uh, wanting to join in and and in the caroling, all are welcome. Just come here at 3 p.m p.m. Doesn't matter if you can sing or not. We got jingle bells for those who are a little shy. If you want us to visit uh, your house and you live in the Wellington Heights neighborhood, just email us at Wellington Church at gmail.com and we'll be sure to try to make it to your house to spread that joy. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to our uh, Sunday service podcast. Let's lean in. Let's listen. Good morning. So I'm going to be reading Two scripture readings today. The first one is from Isaiah chapter eleven, verse one through five. A green shoot will sprout from Jesse's stump; from his roots, a budding branch. The life-giving Spirit of God will hover over him. The Spirit that brings wisdom and understanding, the Spirit that gives direction and builds strength, the Spirit that instills knowledge and fear of God. Fear of God will be all his joy and delight. He won't judge on a, by appearances. Won't decide on the basis of hearsay. He'll judge the needy by what is right. Render the decisions on earth's poor with justice. His words will bring everyone to a wed attention. A mere breath from his lips will topple the wicked. Each morning he'll, pu- he'll pull on sturdy work clothes and boots and build righteousness and faithfulness in the land. This gospel reading is from Matthew chapter 3, verse 1-12. through 12. While Jesus was living in the Galilean hills, John, called the baptizer, was preaching in the desert country of Judea. His message was simple and astert, like his desert surroundings. Change your life. God's kingdom is here. John and his message were authorized by Isaiah's prophecy. Thunder in the desert. Prepare for God's arrival. Make the road smooth and straight. John dressed in camel hair, habit tied at the waist by a, a leather strap. He lived on a diet of locusts and wild field honey. People poured out of Jerusalem, Judea, and the Jordanian countryside to hear and see him in action. There at the Jordan River, those who came to confess their sins were baptized into a changed life. When John realized that a lot of Pharisees and Sadducees were showing up for the baptismal experience because it was becoming the popular thing to do, he exploded. Brood of snakes! What do you you think you're doing slithering down here to the river? Do you think that a little water on your snake skin is going to make any difference? It's your life that must change, not your skin. And don't you think you can pull rank by claiming Abraham as father? Being a descendant of Abraham is either here nor there. Descendants of Abraham are a dime a dozen. What counts is your life. Is it green and flourishing? Because if it's dead wood, it goes on the fire. I'm baptizing you here in the river, turning your old life in for a kingdom life. The real action comes next. The main character in this drama, compared to him, I'm a mere stagehand. He will ignite the kingdom life within you, a fire within you, the Holy Spirit in you, changing you from the inside out. He's going to clean house, make a clean sweep of your lives. He'll place everything uh, true in its proper place before God. Everything false, he will put with the trash to be burned. This is the word of God for the people of God.
1: In every age when God's people turn from the shalom that God offers us, human prophets appear time and time again to sound warnings of what is to come unless humanity changes its course. They may be humble, untutored individuals like Amos, the sheep farmer of the 8th century BC, The prophets may be learned public figures like Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And prophets may even be among the young people among us right now. We usually think of prophecy as foretelling the future, predictions of things to come. But the biblical meaning of prophecy is the declaration of religious truth speaking as the voice of God. On this second Sunday of Advent, we find ourselves on the banks of the River Jordan with John the Baptist. All four of the Gospel writers agree that John took his mission, which was to declare the arrival of the coming Messiah very seriously. We see that John feared no one, not even Herod or Herod's wife, who in the end arranged to have John's head. He was, however, totally devoted to the one for whom he came to prepare the way, saying to his followers, I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. John proclaims, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Theologian Willie James Jennings points out that the biblical understanding of the term repent is deeply shaped by the Jewish experience of exile. To repent, to return, is to follow the prepared way of the Lord that leads out of our separation and back into reconnection with the God who has made us and loves us beyond our understanding. To repent doesn't simply mean to be sorry in the new testament to repent means to begin seeing differently to begin thinking differently both of which lead to acting and living and being differently to repent is to change but not for the sake of change of itself rather when we change we start to be and live differently Because as we enter into a new mindset, or as we develop a new way of seeing and being, we become aware that our actions are out of step with God's vision for shalom or peace for all of creation. And you may be wondering, what is God's vision for all of creation? The answer to that question can be found throughout scripture. One illustration can be found in our reading this morning from Isaiah. God's vision is for the world to be a place in which peace and equity, rather than fear and hatred are abundant. God's vision for the world is to be a place where we view one another with compassion and with love and where all of creation is whole. Dr. King dreamed of the beloved community. Catherine Meeks, director of the Center for Racial Healing reminds us that God's vision is where we love God and love one another as neighbors with all our heart, soul, and mind, and that God calls us to live into this, not next year, not 10 years from now, but today, right now. It's a desire that John himself expresses with the phrase that always comes after the verb, repent. John doesn't just shout, repent, and then stop there. John links the call to repentance with the why of repentance. The kingdom of heaven has come near. For those of us who follow God and what Bishop Michael Curry defines as the way of love, it is Jesus who defines our new way of seeing, our new way of being, and our way back to God. Deciding to live and to love like Jesus is what Christian repentance is all about. Could it be that John the Baptist was not calling us to repent with a tone of dread and doom that we often associate with this, but perhaps John the Baptist is calling with an intense voice filled with hope. What if we choose to hear John's call, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near not as a looming threat of an impending condemnation, but rather as an invitation to live into God's vision for all of creation. As we hear John's call of preparation and peace through repentance on the second Sunday of Advent, it's sometimes helpful for me to have a visual reminder of who is the main character in this narrative of scripture, which is Jesus. One of my dreams is to be able to visit the Christ the Redeemer statue that is found in Rio de Janeiro in person one day. Christ in this statue, which is shown on the screen this morning, is seen with his arms outstretched and welcoming love and care. And the meaning of this particular sculpture is intended to represent redemption found in Christ. The invitation of repentance is met with a loving God in the form of his son, Jesus, who guides all of us towards the path of peace. We as children of God need to pause from our busy lives and listen to the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness, the voice that reminds us of God's vision of Shalom. The way God intended for all of creation to be, also known as peace. We need to take the time to seek God's vision for us and to consider and ask, how does God want us to be? And how does that flow into our doing and our living? Consider prayerfully reflecting this Advent season on one element of your life where maybe we see the need for repentance and respond to that invitation to change direction. Even now there are prophetic voices rising up in our midst. The youth among us have a dream of a future in which they can enjoy all of God's creation. But they often fear that this flourishing future is threatened because of hatred, an us versus them mentality, violence, climate change, and much more. The youth among us are prophetically speaking to us by calling us to consider changing, to consider changing our rigid ways of being the church, of considering changing our recycling habits or considering our biases. All of this is being done to protect their lives and God's creation so that they and their children may enjoy the abundant life that God desires for them. And for all of us that we may live into god's shalom or peace repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near repent live into god's vision of shalom the way that god intended things to be this is john the baptist's invitation for us on this second sunday of advent may we look to christ And his outstretched arms of welcome and care, and be the people God has created us to be. Amen.
2: Hey, this is L.D., Wellington Heights Community Church Worship Arts and Tech Coordinator, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to turn on your notifications so you can be one of the first to listen to future episodes. Also, be sure to hit that like button and share this podcast. And feel free to leave a comment or two as we would love to hear from you. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram or visit our website to stay updated with what is going on in the community. As you know, we are reliant upon the benevolent gifts of donors just like you to continue ministry in an urban setting. So if you are compelled to give, please give at donorbox.org backslash WHCC. Or you can visit our website, wellingtonheightscommunitychurch.org, and hit that donate button. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. Have a blessed day.